0: Ramona, that's that's a real story.
1: That's a real story.
0: It's very I, uh, very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Is
1: this the part where I can confess something? What do you got? I used to like the school lunches.
0: The school lunches, like, what they provided, yeah, like at the yeah.
1: cafeteria, and the square pizza. I, yeah, the square pizza is good, man. And like, and like I'm with little, you.
0: Uh, I was okay with it
1: too. Yeah, I was all right with that. And then like the the uh, the the real junky hamburgers, and
2: you get the little packets of ketchup and stuff, and like I was like, this ain't bad. My favorite wow. thing in middle school was on Tuesdays and Thursdays it was calzone day. And I would get so excited for calzone day. Except for yeah. one one year, I choked on my calzone. Okay. I had oh, to, like no. literally yeah. get like the high movie So yep. you know how i how much I love cheese related products. Yeah. I was just so excited as a seventh uh... grader just to shovel that calzone in my mouth. Uh, yeah, I almost died. So <laughs> that's a story about Emily. Uh, I
1: mean,
0: that's... I like some good Emily, drugs That like, was. 15 seconds of just – that was good. That was hey, good Hey, just imagine right. a
2: little seven. I like cheese-related products. <laughs> I like
1: cheese-related products, too, Emily. We
2: got this in common.
1: I would have loved like, the cheese tortillas. Yeah, well, right? Well, I, I mean, I Jack think... Cheese is not my preferred choice. I would have normally grabbed the shredded Mexican cheese, like the, the, you know, the, the, the blend. Right? At least you
2: didn't bring, like, a block of cheese, just the block of cheese, uncut, and then the tortilla chips, and then you're just, like, shredding cheese in the kitchen, and we're yeah. all like, what is Momo doing over there? How long is this break? How long do I have <laughs> – so what's funny
0: is, and I think everyone can relate to this, it's like, all right, you kind of wanna, you want to, uh, you want to fit in when you're in middle school. You kind of yeah. wanna, all right, what are they doing? Cool, I'll just do that too. And just the lunches, and it was, look, it's delicious food. It's Middle Eastern food. It's, it's uh, homemade. It's awesome. I'm like, yeah. mom, why, why can't I just eat this when I get home? I don't want to eat this in the middle at noon in sixth grade and compare my lunch to everybody else's. So there you go.
1: Sounds delicious, though. I like Middle hey, Eastern No, it's food.
0: good. No, Middle Eastern foods. It's amazing. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, Ramona, you were saying something during the break. Certain things in our life as we get older, we get we get excited about things that are different than what we used to get excited about. You said you just bought something and that you're very excited about it. Would you like to share what that is? Okay. You don't have to. Um, <laughs> By the way, no, you don't I'm have
1: share to share it. I'm, a, I'm a you know I'm not embarrassed about anything. I'm 42 years old. I just live in my truth now. <laughs> okay. Um I bought myself a Toto toilet seat cover. The Toto. It's like just yes. nothing like it. Okay, so one time I was flying over to Asia for a, a vacation mm-hmm. and we had a stopover in Tokyo and I went to the Narita Airport and you know, use the use the facilities and I yep. and I came out of there and I was like it's it. the
0: greatest. They have the greatest public facilities got, I've ever you, seen in my life. You've
1: gotta, you've gotta try those toilet seats. Oh my gosh, they're like heated. And I, mean, I swear there was, I was getting a massage or something. Like what's going on in there? I don't. I could hang out there all day. We do the whole stopover in that bathroom. <laughs> and I said, what, what is this? Uh, what, is, what is this wonderful, wonderful and modern invention? And uh, you know, it's like this warm toilet seat, and they get the, it's like a bidet, but like most bidets are kind of like a little too strong, like the pressure's too much. It's freaking real, like, deal.
0: It's no real, real deal. It's real
1: deal. It's like a, This isn't just like a bidet. It's like a steam shower. <laughs> and I, and I, said to, I said to my husband, I go, dude, you got to go in that bathroom, man. And he, like 20 minutes later, he comes uh... out. I'm like, what are we going to do with the rest of the eight hours for our layover? Let's just go in the bathroom. And so my whole, that was like maybe 10 years ago. And I just said, you know what? One day I'm going to get myself one of those toilets.
0: Damn right okay. you are.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get myself a Toto, and uh, and then I kind of researched. And if you get the whole toilet, if you could buy the whole the the whole facility, it's like you know thousands of dollars, or six thousand dollars. I'm like, I I don't think I can do that. I have I'm gonna have two kids. I got a lot of college to pay for. I got a lot of stuff. Um, But you can buy just the toilet seat, and you can and that's like a couple like four hundred bucks. It's 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 a little extravagant. uh, Agreed. Well, that's okay. More extravagant
2: than a fob for your car. Let me tell you that.
0: Yeah, that's right. She could have got two uh she could end up with two toilet seats there. But so, here, here's the funny thing, Ramona. The those who have been to um I think I was in Japan for like ten days and there are a couple things that stand out oh, to man. me. A how clean everything yes. is. Yes. B how internet is unbelievable. It doesn't matter if you're on an <laughs> elevator, underground, it doesn't matter internet everywhere. And the third thing is their bathrooms are like this is game changer so I'm not it makes surprised, you want to spend all day in there
1: right <laughs> I'm not
0: surprised or shocked at all that that was your motivation at this yeah. stage of your life that's amazing
1: that's amazing. yeah and I you know the thing is like I, I didn't know that they only made the toilet seats I just was like I can't I just can't bring myself to spend six thousand dollars on a toilet but then I saw Pablo Tori who hosts the ESPN daily you know he's yep. a friend of yep. mine he posted on his social media about how he got a toto, <laughs> and I said, "Wait, what? You got a toto? Oh my god, big baller! All right, like this is like you're you're living now." Yep. And 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 I said, "What? Which one did you get? I- I'm interested." And he sent me the link to just the toilet seat, which was like far more affordable, affordable and justifiable.
2: That's exciting. Um,
1: and I was like, "Wait, they make just the seat? Oh yeah. my goodness, I didn't know that." And so it's a game changer, and I just ordered one on amazon and we're coordinating with the plumber to install it on friday
0: damn right I'm you just, are
1: i'm just very excited about this i'll, I'll report back afterwards i'll be okay.
0: full all right
1: I'll, I'll send pictures not of me on it but of the actual <laughs> right seat. i was gonna say um, what pictures
2: are you sitting no no
1: there will be no live person in the photos uh, um just, just 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 be just be the seat i'll show you the install <laughs> I'll show you the plumber that's doing amazing. it. That's yeah amazing. and all the features you want to know you want all the features when i get home i'll show you
2: Go everything. Instagram Live at Momo. That would be great.
1: No, nope, no, nope, that's a little too much. That's a little too much. Just okay, I got I to gotta read
0: off a quick tweet here to you. <laughs> Duvel Jameson on Twitter says, Does at Ramona Shelburne act like a snob when she sees Tiffany Haddish uh, after beating her out as the most popular alum of El Camino High School? Ask Momo. Hashtag Ask Momo. Um,
1: I do not act like a snob around Tiffany Haddish. I have never been around her since I had that glorious victory on the uh, – Whatever unofficial Twitter poll some random guy put up.
0: Would you I... would you remind her if you saw her? Hey, second place, huh? Just That's tell not her you have a better
2: toilet than she does, and then she'll <laughs> be scared. <laughs> she might have a toto too, girl. Um, <laughs> they,
1: uh, no, Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany and I went to school together, and mm-hmm. I was a year older than her. And she was the mascot of our band. Like she was like the band. Uh, con- I don't know. The drum like, major. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we were El Camino Real is in Woodland Hills and we were the Conquistadors at the time. They've since changed the name because Conquistadors is kind of like historically not a great name. Um, you know, they killed a bunch of people. wasn't wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So we changed the name. Um, but at the time she was the Conquistador. She like dressed up as a, you know, a conquering warrior <laughs> from Spain. Um, and she was like the mascot. And I, I have to be really truthful and honest. I don't want to be like one of those people who flexes like we were so close we were so friends. i knew who she was but i was older so like you know you don't know all the younger people in school like i knew who she was i didn't even know she was the mascot she told me she was the mascot later Mm. um we like she tweeted because she got involved in this this guy kept tagging us so there was a there's some good alums like billy zabka i beat billy zabka too johnny lawrence cobra kai like i don't know how this happened but it's I think I beat them because I cared, and I was, like, retweeting this, and then I called into Mason in Ireland and asked them to help get people to vote for me. So you fudged right. the numbers,
2: Ramona. No, I no, just you know means I had did? some pull on rolled, social
1: media.
0: She rolled up her sleeves, and she went to work. Yeah, I That's said, I want to win this. I
1: yeah. said, I want to win this. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but she I want to win the it. Final,
0: she took the final shot with the game on the line.
1: I, I beat Greg Brady, the guy who played Greg Brady in the Brady Witch. I mean, like, yes. there, there was some – we took down some, some took big took down hitters some out big, there. Big big, big hitters. Um, Randy Wolf's brother. Randy Wolf was a pitcher for the Dodgers. Jim Wolf yep. was like an umpire. Um, I beat him. I don't, I don't know how this happened, but See, I think right. Jesse Johnson, kept... right?
0: Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. I, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't mean that I am more famous than any of these people. It means that I tried harder. To I think it does mean you're more Twitter famous poll. than them. Yeah, don't do that. that. No, there's no way I'm we... more famous than Tiffany Haddish. She's like really funny. Really famous. She is I everywhere. I wish I was. I wish I was friends with her more in high school. Okay. But I was older and I didn't know.
0: Real quick, behind the scenes story because yeah. I think it's always <laughs> funny when you know Ramona. You're 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 not at every single game, um, but it's funny that every time I see you at a game. Let me just give an example. What game were you recently at? Um, was uh, it Warriors the game. okay? Yeah, the Warriors Rangers- game on Warriors, Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Coach Vogel usually walks in. He yeah. sits down and he addresses the room. Hello everybody. Looks around the room, kind of seeing all right, a lot of familiar faces. Sees Ramona. Stops. Hey Ramona. Like you see that that's a that's a small little subtle baller thing that comes with Ramona. The he says hi to everybody, looks around the room, there's Ramona. I identified it's Ramona. Hey Ramona. Yeah, you're much more famous than you give yourself credit for. Not that you care, but but I'm just saying.
1: But also because I'm not there every game. So when I am there, it's notable. Whereas, like, you and Dave and Bill Warram and, you know, all those you guys are there every day. So when I'm there, it's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? Good to see you. I haven't seen you in a minute, right? Because I stayed away during the surge. Like, for me, I was – everybody was getting COVID. I'm a pregnant lady. I don't want to get that. I'm, by definition, immunocompromised. So I was being really careful. Mm -hmm. And I finally have just started to go to games again. But – I also know I can do my job somewhat remotely, right? Like, you know, we've been doing that for 2 years and you call people, you text people, you you know, sure. you do what you got to sure. do, right? Um so they uh so when I show up it's like a little more of like, oh hey. Hey, you been, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, some of the, I mean, Alan a lot of it is some of it is like, I guess I'm old, right? Like I've been around for a minute. <laughs> right? I think he would probably do the same thing if uh Bill Plasky showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Or um no. Well, no. <laughs> I I no. Think, well, I think I Vogel think...
2: needs to come out with an Ask Slee next. Be like, hey, guys, hey, everybody. Oh, wait, Ask Slee. And then bust out with yeah. a fire no. Ask Slee to start the press ask conference. Ask
0: Momo. Ask Momo be better. Okay, we yeah. we got to do this because I know we got to right. go to what break. What else you got? Playin there was tournament. another
1: Ask Momo you got to ask. Play. I will, I and I'm, I'm
0: going to sprinkle them in. I'm going to sprinkle oh, okay. them in. Okay. So they're just – pe- have people send them in, and then I'll keep sprinkling them in as we go. Yep. Um, Playing tournament. I want to make a case when we come back why the Lakers – who are sitting at number nine right now in the Western Conference, should not be a part of the playoffs. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Slewa Show on 710 ESPN.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
0: All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Um, let's take one quick phone call here, and then I'm going to make a make a case against my Lakers. I know it feels like I'm committing a sin. Isaac in Santa Ana. Isaac, what's going on?
2: Hey, what's going on, Slee? What's going on, Momo? What Thanks up? for calling in, bud. Um, I was going to ask you guys, um, you, somebody had done an ask Lee about if it was if the world was to end, what would be your last dessert, right? And yes. we had said apple pie. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you had ever tried a pie shake. Ooh,
0: interesting. A pie shake. How does it even no. work,
2: Isaac? I have not. I was born and raised in Sacramento, and there's this little place out there where it's kind of like a Marie's calendar or something like that. They're known for all kinds of pies. Mm -hmm. And you get there, you choose your pie of choice. They give vanilla ice cream and milk, and they blend it up. So when they bring it, it's kind of like a shake, (laughs) and it's still chunky.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah, okay, let me just get this right. Isaac, appreciate you calling in. So you take an entire piece of pie, you take vanilla ice cream, and you blend it. I don't know what you think, Ramona. I would do that all day long. That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, it sounds really good. I think you can make anything into a shake. I was watching this episode of uh, Below Deck. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite shows on Bravo. And um the, one of the guests had had her jaw wired shut. She had like she broke her jaw somehow and she had to wire it shut. And the they the request for the shot for the chef on the on the yacht was um, to make all the food that the chef was preparing for the rest of the guests who could use their jaw and liquefy it for the girl who had her jaw wired shut so that she could have the same taste as everybody and it sounds cool until you think about like oh you're having like clam chowder okay that sounds okay but like you actually have to like liquefy the clams or you have to like liquefy some green salad and she would do it like she she did she was like you really want me to liquefy all this food just so you could have the taste of that and she's like yeah i don't want to miss out she had like fomo And she's like, I can make you a shake that tastes way better every time rather than just taking all the food, dumping it in a blender and emulsifying it with some oil. But, like, you can – she did it every time. She had, like, some really gross stuff.
0: I'll do the pie shake. I don't think I'll do it. You can make a
2: steak and shake for real. Like, you just put the steak in the blender and you blend it up. And you blend it up. And you'll be like, oh, it kind of tastes like a burger. (laughs) That sounds absolutely (laughs) terrible.
1: Sounds so gross, right? Okay. uh, Paying a lot of money for that.
0: Ramona, um, yesterday—not that it just dawned on me yesterday, because this has been the Lakers season as a whole. Yeah, I—I've I, been a fan of, like, I—I'm usually a proponent of more teams in the playoffs. Let me use baseball as an example. I don't think ten teams is enough. I think that you know you're going to have a lot of teams that win ninety games and they don't get in the postseason, and it's a hundred and sixty-two game grind. I think it would be more exciting and it's better for the sport that add some teams, put them in the mix, let some of these cities come down towards the end and think they have a shot of making the playoffs and some of them actually make the postseason. There's a lot of, I hate the structure of how the playoffs are done in Major League Baseball, but Travis and I were talking about this. Once the dust settles, hopefully soon on Major League Baseball. All right, Travis thinks maybe 14 is too much. 12 seems like it's the right number. The NFL added um, a playoff team in uh, this past season, NFC and AFC, and the number one seeds on both sides get a bye. Okay, you know what? That sounds like the right number. NBA has always been, structurally, they've always been, do you really need eight teams? But I'm okay with it. It's all good. You have eight teams go to the playoffs. I think, uh, you know, obviously it's done more from a a financial perspective. But explain this one to me. The Lakers are sitting nine games below 500. they They're and 28-37. The Pelicans are 27 and 39; they're 12 games below 500, and Portland is 15 games below 500. The Blazers are 0 and 6 since the All-Star break. Lakers are 1 and 6. Can you explain to me why any of these teams deserve to be a part of this play-in tournament and still have a shot at making the playoffs? I get it from a revenue perspective. I get it that the Lakers are our team, and we want to see them still have a chance of making it. But this is not playoff they're not playoff products. So I, I kind of sit here today and as as exciting as it was last season to be to have that play in tournament, which by the way, the Lakers were twelve games over five hundred last year when the season ended. Is this good for basketball that we're still giving these these teams a chance to play in this tournament when they clearly, clearly don't deserve it?
1: Uh, I think overall it has been good because it was put in more For two reasons. It was put in to discourage teams from tanking and the number of teams that were tanking. um, It was put in for that and also, of course, for revenue. Right? Um, It's been good on both fronts. Now, I agree with you. Those teams don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I don't think they want to be in the playoffs. Portland doesn't want to be in the playoffs. They're wrestling everybody. Portland Portland's like, uh, Nurkic, you sit on down, uh, Dave, you sit on down. Like let's let the kids play and see what we have in Anthony Simons. I mean, even
0: he sat yesterday when they were on 40 against the jazz.
1: I know. And it's sad because we have all these Portland games on our air that, you know, I'm sure when we scheduled it, we thought Portland was going to be Portland with Dame and CJ and Nurk and all these like real players and they would be a Western Conference playoff contender, but they have their draft pick. Um, which means they have a real incentive to tank and they're doing a very good job of it, especially after the all-star break, but because of the play in tournament, like they can't quite, you know, fall out San Antonio, same thing. I mean, Greg Popovich has been sitting on almost passing Don Nelson for like weeks now. (laughs) They they finally got a win against the Lakers. So he's tied. They'll get one more win at some point this year, but they're not really trying. They trade away Derek white and a bunch of their good players. The deadline, um, you know they're trying. The, the idea was to keep as many teams trying and competing for as long as possible because the incentive to tank and go into the lottery is pretty high so this gives a lot of teams so i would say look the lakers are trying the pelicans are trying they want to be in the playoffs yep they both those teams want to be in and i think those will be the 9 and 10 seeds mm-hmm. but I, my issue with the play in tournament is The 9 and 10, there's a pretty big gap between 9 and 10 and the 7 and 8 teams. And I didn't think it was fair to the Lakers or the Warriors last year. They were so far ahead of the 9-10 teams, right? I mean, I guess Memphis and Golden State were close, and then Memphis ended up beating Golden State. But, um, you know, those two teams were close. But, like, the Clippers have beat the Lakers every time. They beat them seven times in a row. Mm -hmm. Like, what more do we need to see to say the Clippers are better than the Lakers this year? It's just, It just is what it is. And it sucks that they may be in a, like, let's say the Clippers lose the seven, eight game, which they could very sure. easily. Yep. Then they have to play the Lakers and the nine, if they had game, one
0: bad game.
1: Yeah. Well, they'd have to be two, I guess, mm-hmm. two bad games, but like the Lakers would pass them for the ninth spot, even though they're what, how many games back are they Are the Clippers now? Four or five.
0: So they're four in the loss column plus yeah. the tiebreaker. So say five games back.
1: Yeah. And they have beat them every time they played this year. So that doesn't seem fair.
0: But and, that, and, that, and that's what I'm referring to. It's I, I hate to reward – again, this is – we are the home of the Los Angeles Lakers. You guys know how much I love Lakers basketball. Yep. But there's a part of this where it's – I'm watching the product every single night, and to me it's like this is not a playoff team. It's clear they're not a playoff team. And if you want to make excuses and say, well, Bron missed X amount of games and Anthony Davis missed – a lot of teams have had injuries. I mean, the second and third best player, arguably for the Denver Nuggets, have have not played in how long in Jamal Murray all season. I don't mm-hmm. need to get into the amount of injuries that the Clippers have. The Lakers are not a playoff team, and I get why there's a playing tournament, but you, you kind of look at look at the Lakers or look at the Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So you're telling me Minnesota, who's nine games over 500 right now, if they lost two games in a row— in that, whatever, April 10th is the final regular season game. If they lost in that week two two losses in a row, they're not worthy enough to make the playoffs to go play Memphis or Phoenix. That just doesn't it doesn't sit right. It really doesn't.
1: Yeah, and I, if I was those teams, I'd be upset. Because like, when you're the seventh-place team, remember last year the Lakers were the seven? Yes. And the Warriors were the eight. And I was like, well, that's not really fair for the seventh-place team. I mean, it's one thing to play off for eight, like nine play eight, and that's it. Um, but seven really in every other year has been in and they could lose. If you lose two games in a row, that doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. Um, in this situation, I think with the, the ninth place team there last year, at least it came down to the final day of the season for the, for, of the regular season for eight seed versus nine seed, right? A uh, gold state went on this incredible run at the end of last year, ended up passing up Memphis for the eight, for the eight spot in this position, in the c- seedings. Um, I think Steph had a bunch of 40, 50-point games at the end there. They beat them out legitimately on the last day of the regular season. There was a great playoff race. That's right. We didn't really need a play-in tournament at that point. There was a great race. But they had a playoff race, and then the Warriors lose to the Lakers. on LeBron hit the three. It was a great game. It was highly rated. Okay, so they lose there, and then they go up to the Bay, and they have to host Memphis, who had beat San Antonio in the first 9-10 game. And Memphis has a head of steam. They made adjustments from the last game. It was almost like a playoff series because they had played Memphis on the last day of the regular season. It's like we already had the playing game, but then they had to do it again and you give Memphis another shot and they won. And it was, I didn't think that was fair, but at least those two teams were really close in the standings. Yeah. You're talking about four games in the loss column when you've already beat a team every time you played them in the regular season. Why do they deserve a shot at you?
0: Lakers are eight games behind Minnesota. Right. Yeah. And, and and there could be a scenario that plays out where Clippers have yep. one good game and then Minnesota's in this, hey, we have to win this or it's over. Yeah. And I know people can say, Well, just win one of those games. Yeah, but what about the eighty two regular season games right. that you ask them to perform as best as they can and they did and they you know, I'd I, I would just hate to give I'd hate to give teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs, that opportunity to be in the playoffs. And and if this was the case, you know, I, I say this right now, if the Lakers were in the third seed, I'd still be mm-hmm. saying the same thing, right? Like it's it's the concept of it, and I get the concept, but this is uh kind of the last hope for the Lakers that people are still holding on to. Um, Ramona, at 1145, I know Philly – plays uh, Brooklyn tonight, so Ben Simmons is going back to Philly. He's not going to actually be playing he'll be sitting on the sidelines. I want to spend a little time on that, what you think that game is going to look like. Uh, Plus, DeAndre Jordan had some things to say about the Lakers where they could still be a threat. We'll do all that, but coming up next, we got Factor Cap. Should animals be allowed in the cabin on the plane? We'll do that coming up next. Travis and Sleeve show, 710 ESPN.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: Hey, welcome in. Momo, this is your first factor cap. Just wanted to let you know that, uh, do you know the vocabulary that we're going to be using? Do you know what cap means? I don't know where it comes from, but that means that that's wrong, right? (laughs) Yeah, essentially false. So essentially it's true or false, but we're doing factor cap. Um, So uh, up first, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Momo, up first. Do it. uh, So you said you liked uh, Below Deck. I um, have not watched Below Deck, but I love reality TV shows, and they often have a reunion special. So you would want to be in a live studio audience, reunion special, anything. Momo, factor cap.
1: Uh, Yeah, fact. 100%. 100%. I mean, I, I, I really have an unhealthy like of radio of uh reality TV. Like, I've Survivor is coming out tonight. Um, it's oh yeah. The new season. I have watched every episode of every season of Survivor. <laughs> every it's like minute of it. seasons, right? <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a, I was still in college when it first came out. And I started watching the, the Richard Hatch season. And what's amazing, though, Emily, is that when you watch those reunions live, you're so into all those characters and those people. And then, like, two seasons later, they'll show up on All-Stars. And you're like, who is that again? I don't remember that person right. yet. Yeah, right. And then you have to, like, refresh my memory. Um, but, yeah, I would love to be in it. I don't know. I, I Like, I, do, I got a chance to do a podcast with Tyson Apatow. Do you know him? Tyson I do Survivor.
2: but I, my, my family would. My family loves Survivor, so they send me okay. games all the time.
1: Tyson's been on a couple seasons. He's a really good character, uh, fun guy. He he is a Survivor podcast for the Ringer Network, and he DM'd me, and he was like, hey, would you come on my pod? And I was like, mm. yes, yes. <laughs> I, like, dropped everything to go do his podcast. Like, I was like <laughs> That was, that was a, a career highlight for me. So, yes, I would be a weird fangirl in any reunion special audience.
2: All right, okay, so
0: reality TV for me. <laughs> I don't do I, I, I don't do much reality T V. So I, I think I'm not as interested I don't mind the live in studio thing, but it's gotta be something I'm interested in, right? Like it's gotta be something that I actually I care about. Come
2: watch that, the uh, NBA today. <laughs> one one last invested,
0: audience. NBA today. Let's do that one. Something that I've like invested time in that I know everything about. None of these really do it for me. If okay, Ramona, I, I got a question for you. If Yeah. For somebody who's not a big reality TV guy, a reality TV consumer, is there one that you've watched that you think I would like?
2: Ooh, it's a good question.
1: He he would probably Um, like
2: Survivor, honestly. I think he would.
1: I think he'd like Survivor. Uh, And you could actually go into Survivor cold. Like, you don't have to have watched it before. You could go into Below Deck cold. uh, Below Deck is kind of like upstairs, downstairs. like. It's mostly, like, the staff of this super yacht making fun of the rich guests who do stupid, embarrassing things. <sighs> it's not bad. And and usually, like, the staff, um, they're, they usually cast it so they have, like, somebody who's really hard to work with and then they have to fire him in the middle of the season – and uh then there's definitely some boat manses they call them boat manses, you know they, they you know there's like close quarters you know they go out drinking a lot and they kind of ply them with alcohol. There's a lot of people who hook up it's kind of are, a good are show. those are those MT- like
0: are those m t v ones from back in the day are they still like known and popular? do they still do that or uh,
1: no? like they still uh, big brother? do that but i yeah big brother reality uh
2: real world do they still do real world yeah, I think they do still do real world, but I think they're also bigger in other countries. So, yeah. uh, but I also think that Slee, you would uh, like to be in the live studio audience for The Bachelor just because they're also just ridiculous. Like the women tell all episodes, they just yell at each other for an hour and it's wonderful. Yeah.
0: Does, does Shark Tank count or no?
2: <laughs> There's no studio audience for Shark Tank, but it oh, is yeah, reality right. TV.
0: There is no. Yeah, a studio audience. Taylor, here. what about
2: you? Would you want to be in the last studio audience?
3: Give me some 90 Day Fiancé all day. Hey, uh, I like that. Yeah. It's a good one. You know
2: what? You know what,
1: Taylor? I got a new nickname for you. You're no longer tall, Taylor. Yeah. You're Trashy Taylor.
3: <laughs> <Boop>.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it.
0: I'll take it. Trashy Taylor. <laughs> trashy TV. I'll wear the that way. one with pride. 90
1: Day Fiancé. No. That's like, like, I.
0: Survivor, I kind of want to do. I kind of want to do Survivor's Survivor.
1: Survivor's fun. Um, but I'll tell you this, Taylor. Like, 90 Day Fiancé is like. If you admit to watching that, it's like a different category of reality TV. <laughs> is
3: you know my, what I mean? It's my like own reality look, TV, though. It's I'm, like
2: my 700-pound life, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Hoarders, Ramona, you know? Ramona, when you say, Hoarders
0: is actually, that's, that's a crazy one. Um, that's your jam? Ramona, when you say, I've seen a couple episodes, and, and I'm just incredibly confused. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? Throw this stuff away. Um, when you say that it's next level, uh, it really you were telling Taylor, what do you mean by it's next level? Like in a good way or a bad way?
2: Definitely a bad way. Definitely bad way. Yes. <laughs> Damn, that's all we am going to say.
0: Just keep watching it. All don't right. worry. Uh, uh, next
2: watching. one. So, uh, <laughs> Taylor. Morales uh, sent us a text message this morning about a peacock that apparently was on a, a therapy peacock on a plane. That's, what? The, funny, that's yes. the funniest <laughs> name so, I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. It, it's kind of ridiculous. Glad that it was an aisle seat, not a middle seat for, for that peacock. But. Animals should not be allowed in the cabin on planes. Alan, this is fact Factor cat
0: All right, so I'm going to say fact because you're going to get a certain amount of people that are okay with it, and you're also going to get a certain amount of people that are not okay with it. Let me just throw this as an example. Ramon, I have a golden retriever, okay? Yeah. He's arguably the nicest dog you're ever going to meet. He, I don't think there's a person that if you're walking this dog doesn't go by and be like, What a cute dog, or blah, blah, blah. I think these dogs, most breeds, like most dogs, period, in general, I think they could add so much, uh, they add like uh, a good vibe in a lot of situations. You know, if you're, I talk about this like at a hospital or like a retirement center, throw a couple dogs in there, and I think it would just make the place feel so much more welcome. But not everybody feels that way. So it's like, what are you going to do? If if you have half the half the people in a plane that are okay with it, the other half that are not okay with it. So I'm going to say fact, they should not be allowed.
1: I'm no? just looking at the video of the peacock on the plane. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. My God! Unbelievable. Oh, my God. How do you get that past TSA? Um, I just, oh, man. I'm going to say cap. I think that people do need – uh, some of their therapy dogs and all that—it uh, gets exploited by way too many people. Yeah, but true. But I have sat next to a woman who really did need her therapy dog. She really did. She was like clutching her dog the whole time and talking to it. She was really nervous on the flight, and like I don't know who might have say that that's not okay, you know? So we just need to be a little more judicious. I mean, you can't have a therapy. The bar needs up. to be I'm high. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, come on. All right, Taylor.
3: I think that dog <laughs> might need a therapy dog after that though. Um, I gotta say. I'm with Slee on this, actually, but, yeah, for the disabled, people that, you know, need to see an dog, definitely... That's yeah, a, of I that think no a, a, that's on a down. little yeah. different. Yeah. I'm
2: guessing more mental therapy jo- dogs. Yeah, but.
3: it's too abused. <laughs> yeah. When peacocks are in the game, it's too abused.
2: <laughs> yeah, who needs a peacock to ha- help you feel better? But yeah, I
0: got
3: a, I got
2: a, a
0: python a that I have to bring on the plane. <laughs> it's just, it really helps me. It really calms me down. Yeah,
2: my, my plane cougar. I always need a cougar on me with any in any cabin. Okay, so next, I know we've already talked about this a little bit today, but today is National Pack Your Lunch Day. So, Lunchables with the biggest flex in your lunchbox. Taylor, is Inspector cap?
3: Never had one in my lunchbox, actually. What? No. Never had the... He's
2: not a jeans guy. He hates... Uh, oh, no, he is a jeans guy. He hates sweatpants. It wasn't my choice. <laughs> what what would you lunchables. take? What would
3: you take? Uh, I'd get a turkey sandwich, you know, get some pretzels sometimes. Carrot sticks. Yep. And carrot sticks uh, were always clutch. pudding. Yep. Yeah. Oh, snackpack snack pack is pretty yeah.
2: good. What about you, Slee?
0: Uh, lunchables were... They, they were a baller. I mean, it was like, yeah, yeah, What are you eating? And granted, this was... Especially for someone like me... The lunchable was, uh, it was not a common thing, but when you had a lunchable, I felt like I was like everybody else. I eh, just make a couple, let me make a little sandwich here with these crackers. Let me throw some cheese on there. Let me throw some ham on there, whatever it is. Uh, what usually you would have? Did they usually have the Capri Sun? Capri Sun come. Sometimes to Lunchables? they had
2: Capri Suns. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was kind of next level. So I'm, I'm gonna go fact on that one.
2: Momo, um,
1: I, I'm a big like leftover person, so like I would just love when we just take cold pizza to work. I mean, Ooh. if we went to school, right? Like, cold pizza from – we used to order from Amici's all the time when I was a kid. And, like, just bring a couple slices of that, and I'd show up and everybody would be like, oh, that looks so good. Also- Ramona, you got
0: Ramona, you got no issues with cold pizza? Because I don't. I, I no eat issues. cold pizza all love day it. long.
2: Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah.
1: Cold pizza is fine. In some ways, better. It's, like, marinated. <laughs>
2: That yeah.
0: time to soak in. That's awesome. Yeah, um, no, anyway, I let it. I let my pizza marinate for 12 hours. Yeah, and then I eat it again.
2: <laughs> the another big flex would always be uh, bringing in McDonald's. Like if you yeah, to the doctor's one. appointment and then you bring in the McDonald's that you got out of where, outside of a school that's also a big flex
1: yeah that's big
2: all right one last one guys so uh front office sports has tweeted out the uh, details of lincoln riley's new socal pad so i'm going to list a few things out for you uh to does he have
0: a toto toilet
2: Uh, i'm sure he does was not listed but it's i'm sure it's there (laughs) so it's a five-car garage elevator seven fireplaces a movie theater a tennis court a putting green a sauna a steam room 600 bottle wine room and a guest house so Without being said. Is that
0: Terranea or is that his home?
2: <laughs> that is his home. Uh, okay. Beast Norman, I'm sure. But uh, you could quarantine at Lincoln Rally's SoCal pad for three months without leaving. And Momo, is this factor cap? Uh, Manhattan Beach. How close are we to the beach?
1: Very close to the beach. Yeah, I could do it. I just need to be able to get out and walk. You know? like I, I'll, I'll love that. I don't need to go anywhere, but as long as we're close enough to the beach that I can get out and walk, go to the beach a little bit. Because I, I quarantined at my house like during the beginning of covid for a long time and didn't go anywhere like i remember looking at my car and being like i don't think i filled up since march is it june now like, it was up like right now yeah i mean it was amazing i didn't fill up gas for months so i didn't go anywhere we just but i walked every day i, I walked a couple times a day cuz i had a, at the time he was like 18 months old and like to do with the baby you just got to get out of the house but as long as i can walk around my house and it's, it's nice yeah i could i could do the months sleep
0: this is a uh, cap for me you know I gotta I have to get out like there's stuff that I have to do like for me even when we were at the height or even the beginning of covid I'd still go to Starbucks and it, it was predominantly these drive through Starbucks that you can go through I just need to get out I get all the amenities that are there it's unbelievable tennis court I could use a different fireplace every night sounds amazing uh i six hundred bottles of wine I don't need that many the house is amazing but the, the ability to just get out and go do stuff on your own it's kind of a <clears throat> that's kind of a big one for me.
2: Alright, Taylor.
3: Fact, say less. Three months in a in a beachside house, sign me up.
2: Yeah, you can still you
1: guys do your board work from uh Lincoln Riley's house. <laughs> totally. It's really nice looking. I'm looking at the pictures now. Well wow.
0: Okay. Um thank you, uh thank you, Emily, for that. I got Momo, I got a couple uh couple more ass momos that I wanna read off to you. Okay. Uh, we're going to give some updates, the latest with Major League Baseball. There's a lot going on right now, and we'll see how much closer they are to trying to get a deal done. Uh, plus, the Philadelphia 76ers are taking on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Would Laker fans ever get this worked up over anything? We'll talk about that coming up next. day right here. This is the Travis and Sleva Show on 710 ESPN. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Ramon, I got a quick tweet here that I want to read your way. Uh, Coffee and Dodger fan says, if the at ESPN Los Angeles radio uh, crew were the Spice Girls, who who would be which Spice bonus? Ah. Did you see the new Spice Girl Lego set? This is Ask Momo. Hashtag yeah, Ask
1: Momo. Um, I was a big Spice Girls um, person when they uh, when they were when they were hot. Um, I think I'll probably be Sporty Spice, right? Okay. You think I be Sporty? Okay. I think Amanda, either Amanda and Emily. What would you be? Would you be Sporty or be?
2: I think I'd probably be sportier, baby spice. I am the youngest person here, so baby yeah. spice could probably be up my alley. I
1: think you're baby spice. I think Fulton is probably uh, posh spice, and uh, Amanda would be like scary spice, probably because she's a boss, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Uh, <laughs> I could see scary, a scary spice. It's a good a breakdown, nice scary right there. Spice. <laughs> Okay, I got one more. Jason Torres says, "What is the biggest breaking news that your husband knew about before the public? Do you have one of those?" Oh,
1: that's a, that's good, a good question. One. That's a good one. Um, I knew for a while the Lakers were gonna fire Mike D'Antoni at the end of the season, mm. and he did too. Mm. Like it was a, it was just a, they were gonna let him coach out the rest of the year, and but there was really no turning back. It was just a matter of like when, not if.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was a real test of my journalistic integrity because, you know, I suppose I could. You could report, like, all oh, expected to, but I just, I have a theory that, and I, it's the Princess Bride theory, okay? There's no such thing as mostly dead except in the Princess Bride, right? Like, <laughs> Like, you're either dead or alive. You're either still the coach or not the coach. It's I don't like to wound. report, right? I mean, like, in Princess Bride, uh, Billy Crystal takes care of Inigo Montoya because, you know, under the Giant brings him in and he... And he brings him. me, can you help him? You know, and then he goes, well, let me, let me take a look. And he's, he's, he, he goes, oh no, yes, I can help him. He's only mostly dead. Okay. That's the only place where you can be mostly dead. Like to me, I don't think it is. I think when you report somebody might be fired or expected to be fired, I think that changes the course of history.
2: Yeah. You would be firing and, them.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're basically firing them. So like a lot of, so this year when the, there were some reports about Frank Vogel might get fired or yep. would have gotten fired. And I was like, I know, but he didn't. So he's either still the coach or he's a coach. And so I just don't believe in reporting like, you know, yeah, do they talk about it? Sure. I, at the time I definitely mentioned that they've talked about whether he should be fired or not. Um, but, yeah, Nevin, Nevin knew that for a couple of weeks just like I did.
2: Nevin, Nevin he
1: keeps, is, he keeps good secrets. I
0: was going to say, Nevin yeah. is uh, – he's got an inside. He's got an inside track. Um, okay, let, let me throw the, the number out here real quick. Eight seven 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 ten espn Uh, Top of the hour here at noon. We're going to continue to talk Lakers basketball. Let me take a quick phone call here, and then I want to get into this matchup uh, tonight between the Sixers and the Nets and obviously all the storylines there before the trade deadline and leading up to the trade deadline. George and Cerritos. George, what's going on? You're on uh, the Travis and Sliwa show. Ramona Shelburne in for Trav. George, you there, bud? All right, George uh, George is gone. Uh, let's go to Joe in the Inland Empire. What's going on, Joe? Okay, we're off. No points, guys. Camona, <laughs> yeah. 0 for two. We're 0 for two. You on know, those.
1: you know, I have to go amend my Spice Girls thing a little bit. Dynamite I think, I think, I mind. think Laura's posh Spice.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's definitely what happened there. Yeah, she is posh Spice one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, gotta we, come up with something for Lindsay, we, though.
2: We also need to have a boy band version of what this will be we, uh, with all the yeah. guys, maybe like in sync or what, mm-hmm. what's other like One Direction, Backstreet Boys,
1: <laughs> One <laughs> Who, Direction.
2: Who's the Harry Styles of ESPN Los Angeles? <laughs>
1: We're all
0: uh, such uh, boy band guys, hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an easy one to come up with there. Um, okay, Ramona, are you you excited about this uh, this game coming up between the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers?
1: Oh my God!
0: And yes. the Brooklyn Nets. And, and listen. We'll see what happens. I mean, I I hope the idea and the concept is that these two teams get to face each other in the playoffs in the postseason. I mean, that'd be just an unbelievable series right there. But what do you make of tonight's game? Because Ben's going back to to Philly. Obviously, the guy doesn't play a game for them this year, wants to get traded. We know Mm -hmm. how awful things went the last time, you know, whether they're eliminated from the playoffs, doesn't take – uh, shots yep. that he should have taken, comments from Doc Rivers. What 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 are you expecting tonight? Granted, Ben Simmons is not playing. I think I heard Shaq yesterday saying on TNT he wish he was playing, just kind of get this whole thing over
1: with. What do you expect tonight? Oh, it's going to be rough. <laughs> like, it's going to be rough. Especially I mean, Philly. I'm glad that Ben is at least showing up. I'm glad that he's not letting you know, this moment, this first game that the Nets are playing in Philly, Ben hasn't played because – he had to recondition and then he had a little setback with a lower back thing that flares up on him from time to time and they brought him along um ever so slowly yep <laughs> as i can put it um and and guys like this is this is what's interesting about this whole situation right like he's going to be there and they're going to boo him mercilessly but he's not playing so in some ways you're getting the you're giving the fans a chance to like boo him because, you know, he never sat on the bench. He never went to a game while he was in Philly. Mm -hmm. He was on the team, but he was always away from the team. Um, And the last story I wrote on this, I mean, he would be working out at the team's practice facility doing private workouts while the team was playing a game down the road. Hmm. And it was like, he just, he wouldn't set foot in the building. And they've never had a chance to like even see him all year. Like the last appearance he made was game seven of the, Uh, second round of the playoffs last year against the Hawks. Mm -hmm. That was last June. And so I think some of the boos are, this is like, you know, eight months of pent up boos that he's going to hear now, but he'll be on the bench and he won't have to like make a free throw after hearing those. Um, So in a way, I think it's probably a smart move, just at least for his mental health as he gets back to playing again. I mean, you know, I, my position on the whole thing was the longer he goes without playing, the harder it is to get back on the horse the longer he goes without facing it, the harder it's going to be eventually. Like you can stall, but, but it, you're going to face eventually, it no matter what. Eventually. To. Yeah. Yep. It comes yep. for you. And so I'm glad he's at least going to face some of that. Like I've, you know, my understanding. So was that he, he was given a choice. Like, do you want to go and sit on the bench for this game and be with the team? And he, he chose to go. So, okay. He's not, he's, he's not playing, yep. but he did choose to be in the building and let people yell and scream at him. Um, it's going to be rough, but, you know, he doesn't have to go make a free throw afterwards. I I think if he would have come back right after the trade deadline, got a couple games under his belt, he could have played in this game. But you can't have a guy who hasn't played in nine months make his debut in this kind of a game. So I <laughs> – Can you, <imagine> <laughs> you imagine? And I mean, like, I oh. my, my – t- I was like – I said to somebody the other day, I was like, you know what would be the greatest is if he just went out and shot like eight threes. Just totally tro- troll everybody. <laughs> Goes out, shoots
0: him. eight threes, gets <laughs> to the basket. It isn't even passing the ball to anybody. He's saying, yeah. "No, I don't." Where's KD and Kyrie? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to ISO on this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, look, this is a weird thing because it's a mental health story. Yeah. But like you, you know, we've we've become more sensitive to mental health in this country. But there's there's a lot of people who think he's he doesn't have a mental health problem. He just doesn't want to be booed and then he doesn't want to face it. and then, Or this is just sports and you failed and people boo you and you don't want to face it. okay? Um, and then th- there's other people who will say, no, he legitimately left $20 million on the table. Clearly this is more than just, I don't want to be booed. <laughs> like He, he legitimately like left $20 million on the table because he really couldn't deal with this situation. Um, so I, you know, he's seeing a therapist, yada, yada. I mean, it's hard to know what's inside somebody else's head. It's, he has vocalized it. It's not just hiding behind his agent. He has done a press conference where he talked about it and as somebody who's close to it. I, I do think there is some mental health issues there and they, they've been ongoing for a while that he's, he's hopefully getting help with, but it is, um, it is going to be quite the scene tonight. I think it's, uh, not going to stop. Like when he eventually does play again in Philly, it's going to be worse. Of course. And, and by the way, he goes I, don't, to Philly. Yeah. I don't think it's just going to be in Philly. I think everywhere he goes from now on,
2: hmm.
1: I mean, that's what fans do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, I mean, like it, Westbrook it, was talking about the other night and in the Westbrook thing like I, they're going to say it now because oh, they the know moment he bothers brought, you, the,
0: the moment he, Travis and I were hitting on this. I was talking to Michael yeah. about it in the pregame show. It was like the moment you say, Hey, I don't like this. Okay, yeah. hey, there's going to be that person or a group of people, that are like, perfect. That's what I'll continue to say when you're in any of these road games or whatever the case is. Um, you know, Ramona, I, I've, I've thrown this question out, and I think this is what's going to make this is what's going to make the playoffs so exciting this season. I think this is why Laker fans are so frustrated about the predicament that the Lakers are in. If I told you right now who's going to come out of the East, Brooklyn and Philly are going to play tonight. You can list off four teams. I don't think it would be shocking. If I told you who's going to come out of the Western Conference, um, certainly there's a couple of teams that are going to be the favorites, but and a lot of it's going to have also have to do with health. Hey, do the Clippers potentially, are they healthy enough? Can they make a run? Is Denver going to get back Jamal Murray and Michael Porter <laughs> Jr.? Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be such an exciting playoff run, and storylines like we have tonight, if those continue in the postseason, like this Philly-Brooklyn uh, matchup that we're going to have tonight, it's as good as it gets. It really is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited for the playoffs. Unfortunately for Laker fans, it's really kind of difficult to see them in that playoff picture. And we've already talked about what a struggle it's already been this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, look, they, um, they don't – they're a frustrating team. Have you heard my theory about how they're – they don't – you know, people go well one step forward, two steps back. I said, no, I think they're just caught in a failure loop. Hmm. <laughs> right. Like there's they just keep circling the same thing. Okay. You have one game hold, where you see the Ramona it, hold the
0: theory, because yeah. I, I think for those who haven't heard it, I, I want to we got to go to break here real quick. But yeah. I want people to listen to it and I, I want them to hear that theory. And if you're a Laker fan out there driving around, you watched what we all watched or listened to last night against the Rockets. Couple questions came up. Should LeBron be passing up be passing up a shot in that situation? Why are the Lakers in a close game against the Rockets? DeAndre Jordan, Draymond Green think that Lakers can still be potentially dangerous. And we'll get Ramona's theory on the Lakers as well. We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, seven ten ESPN.